and we're back. So Mike and I uh, were starting chatting. I'm like, this content is gold and it's too good to not hit the record button again. And we're just talking and Mike was just saying, oh, I, uh, there's a few other fandoms in my life that I didn't speak about. I'm like, bro, you have to tell me that. So what were you saying, man? What else, what else did you miss out? Like what's another big influence in your life? Well, yeah, like, okay. So the funny thing is we were chatting before. I was actually surprised it doesn't come up because it usually comes up in like 90% of my com- uh, conversations with anyone because I don't usually shut up about it is I'm a, um, I'm a bit of a lifelong martial artist as in I, well, it's, it's funny because I started with boxing. I, when I was 17, I started, started boxing and I did that for, for five or six years before I started in jujitsu. And um, I've been training jujitsu now for oh, like for a long time. And my, my biggest life goal is to get my black belt in Brazilian jujitsu. Now, if anyone um, who knows martial arts, some, there's some, some styles of martial art, we get your black belt in a year. And do you know what I mean? That's hardly a, uh, hardly a goal but realistically to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu you're looking at two years between belts which means it's kind of if you study consistently which i did not for my first five years i um like but you can basically get a black belt in eight to ten years but it's a you know a real real lifetime goal but it's um it is my biggest goal my biggest goal in my life is to get that black belt in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm on the verge of a brown, and then I'll probably have another couple of years at least before it happens. But that is my my biggest goal at this stage of my life. I did uh, so I'll break that down in a sec. But I did Taekwondo uh, for a long time and never got to that high. I think red belt or the second or third highest belt. I think it was over a period of about five or six. And then I did uh, a few years of kendo training so staff and sort of swords weapons training in an aikido based dojo so it was it was interesting a good way to keep fit and and i just sort of lost the passion for it but so i i, I get somewhat so what's the what what was what what about jujitsu was was appealing to you so for one of us the jujitsu is grapples and takedowns yeah. and submissions is that right absolutely yeah absolutely so like I said, I started with boxing um, and, you know, copped plenty of punches in the face as much as my style was to not get hit and kind of, you know, use my jab and move and get out of the way and counter. And that was my style. So I didn't get hit as, as much as some of the brawlers would, but um, I, you know, still copped my fair share of punches in the face and loved it and loved boxing growing up, watched all the Aussie fight cards and all the all things like that. And then, my cousin said, you've got to see, you've got to watch this UFC thing, you know, very early UFC. Um, back in there was this guy named Hoist Gracie. Um, he's a Brazilian guy and he is about 80 kilograms, right? So he's at the, at the time I was probably a little bit heavier than that, a bit lighter these days, but he came out and was fighting these, you know, boxers and martial, all these different martial artists, karate guys, judo guys all of them and he was dominating these guys outweighed him by 30 and 40 kilograms you know these guys were all 100 110 120 kilograms and this is little little 80 kilogram unassuming brazilian looking bloke 
was coming out with a couple of moves and putting them on the ground and then choking them and was remarkably effective for a guy his size. Um, and I was like, this is fantastic. This is, this, is, this is amazing. I need to know a little bit more about this. And we, this was at a time when I think there was only eight black belts in Australia. You know, that's, it's insane. It's grown monumentally since then. But this would have been back in the early 2000s, I think. Um, I can't remember exactly when, but that's when it would have been. My first coach was a, a guy named Ben Langford, who is out of Canberra. He's a, um, he's a black belt now, um, but he was a blue belt at the time. So that's, by the, if, if you don't know, it goes white belt, then blue belt. So he was literally one belt into his instruction and he was my coach. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's, yeah, he just started out. That seems insane, but he was, he was, um, he had the benefit of having like a sports coaching degree. So, and he, and he taught me plenty and I actually rolled with him uh, back in, like it's actually a couple of years ago now. And geez, he's, he's phenomenal now. He was good then and he's phenomenal now, but um, yeah. And I've just, I've trained and I trained, but I was real sporadic because he was out of Canberra still is but i was kind of all over the place so i was chaining out of a couple of gracie academies in um in sydney and then i just never found anywhere that i like i loved the sport but due to locations and getting around sydney there was never anything that close by and then when i moved to the central coast um nine years ago i i found team anaconda jiu-jitsu it was actually known as um uh, I think it was known as uh, Warnervale, uh, Warnervale Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something at the time, but it's Team Anaconda these days and Chris Bowles. And I've started training a lot more consistently. So there, but that was it. The reason I got into it was just watching this guy who was dominating all these different forms of martial arts. It's very different these days in the UFC as everyone's adapted and basically now mixed martial arts is its own style. But um yeah, like just watching this one style dominate, I, I couldn't resist it and I had to have a crack and I've been addicted to it ever since. Oh, nice. So that's, I hope my, you'll get there. It's just a matter of time when this COVID fucks up. You get your black belt, man. That's great. It so is. What a- and sorry, I'll, on that, that's been a big thing because I've been like in jujitsu, you get your belt you get your belt promotion and then you get four stripes on your belt before you get to your next one. Like I got four stripes on my blue belt and then we went into the first lockdown. So, (laughs) so I was just about to get promoted to the purple belt and we went into lockdown and I was put on hold for the length of the first lockdown. And then I had to come back and train and prepare and all that stuff. And then I eventually got my purple. I've got four, four stripes on my purple belt second lockdown kicks in and this one's felt even harder because I'm <laughs> so desperate to get to that next one. But I also feel now that I've got to earn it. So I feel like I'm a bit sloppy. Uh, well, I would be a bit sloppy at the moment because I haven't been consistently training for now months um, because of lockdown. And now I feel like it's going to take me a little bit longer to get back in and actually earn that next rank so i um I've, I've got a lot to prove when i get back i'm just hoping it's sooner rather than later how many belts are there in total uh five you go it's, it goes white blue purple 
brown, black, and then the masters, like which no one gets is a red. But um, yeah, like um, re- realistically, there's the five five belts in jiu-jitsu, but it takes about two years on average to go up one. So it's less than a lot of other martial arts and you feel like you're on your white belt forever. And even, mate, I know some guys who are actually very good white belts and they've got plenty of talent, but they still call themselves white belts. And I'm like, I really do kind of wish there was one belt between that white and that blue. Um, for I remember I felt it at the time. I'm sure there's plenty of guys who are going through that now. And I used to hate it. Everyone goes, oh, how long you been at it? Oh, three, four years. Oh, what, what rank are you? You must be a black belt by now. No, still a white belt. Uh, and that was my own fault too. I could have been higher than that, but I wasn't very consistently training in the early days. And it's all about humility as well. So that's great. Um, oh, absolutely. Like there's, um, there's a, we always talk, you know, you go in and you have a night where you're free sparring. And the good thing about jujitsu is you can go a hundred percent. You can just, you know, you don't have to, um, you don't have to hold back when you're training you just have to know your move and know your technique so that if you do something you don't crank on a shoulder lock and pop out someone's shoulder or break an arm or choke someone out you know you've got to be ready for a tap but you've also um you've also got to know not to push too hard when you know you've caught someone in something even if they don't tap you've just got to look after your training partner so that's the rule you go in saying i'm going to look after you you're going to look after me but we're still going to go 100 percent um and that's good. You can't do that in boxing. You can't do that in Taekwondo because if you're sparring, you can't, you just knock people out. Do you know what I mean? If you go hundred percent, you like throw a punch, someone gets knocked out. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is one of those sports. You can go absolutely hundred percent and have the same outcome. But we had this saying like some nights you're the hammer, some nights you're the nail, you know, like some days you're doing all the damage, you're getting all your little wins and you walk out feeling like you're the best and you go, man, what a great night. And then you go back literally the next night and it's like everyone's ready for everything you do and you end up on the wrong end of a bunch of stuff and you go, wow, okay, I was a nail tonight. And those nights are probably a lot more beneficial if you really look at it because you can go, okay, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it? And to be honest, mate, that's life, isn't it? Like, mm. Like there's there's nothing like there's nothing like solving problems um in like all week all all that like i train three to four times a week well was training three four times a week and every night you're solving new problems you're solving different styles and it's it's a perfect it's it's completely changed my life or how i even look at life to be honest so yeah, well, no, you've, uh, you've inspired me to go and just want to check out a, at least a class because I want to lose a bit of weight and um, get some fitness back too. And I have a couple of the guys I work with do some form of uh, mixed martial arts. I might um, have to talk to them a little bit and see what the go is because Warner, Warner is probably a bit far for me to go and train, but, you know. Yeah, no, I, I can recommend someone a bit closer to you. Um, there's a guy he's commonly known as Tari. He doesn't live in Tari, but he's from Tari. Um, he's uh, it's a gorilla jiu-jitsu up in it's up in Newcastle somewhere. Um, he's he's a machine, and just he, his school's very good too. He's, um, we've um, done a lot of cross gym stuff over the last few years. Uh, champion guy. So if you are really interested in having a go at it, it's I, it's absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. 
Hopefully this lockdown pisses off soon. Is there anything else you want to go over? This little, little bit of a bonus snippet? <laughs> no, I think that'll do. It's, um, I, I felt like I needed to touch on something because it was funny. Like I, I am a fan of like rugby league and of music, but no, there's no doubt that the martial arts is easily like one of the biggest parts of my life um, and, and influences so much of my life. Uh, in with social relationships and and obviously fitness and health and all that kind of stuff i've had to find alternates to do without jiu-jitsu training just to stay to try and stay fit and i've done a few things but man none of it compares to that um you know that rush of jiu-jitsu and the 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 joy i remember once i was just training and rolling and I walked off the mat and a guy came up and goes, goes, you having, you having fun, hey? And I'm like, yeah, 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 of course. And he goes, mate, every time I watch you roll, you've got a smile on your face. And like, this is literally someone trying to choke me out and trying to break my arm and trying to do this. And I hear I am smiling and having a great time. Like, it's it's amazing. It's It really is amazing. That's good stuff, man. Oh, you can, you've convinced me and might have convinced some other people out there. So, yeah. I guess the message from that is if you find something you enjoy, do it. Don't even give it a second thought because life is too short to be unhappy. Um, you know, I, I was enjoying powerlifting until the gym closed. So, you know, all that weight I put on is now gone and it's all gone straight into my gunt. And, um, but yeah, give it a go. And, you know, I do this because it makes me happy. You create content, that makes you happy. So absolutely. If you're out there listening, please do what makes you happy. I'm Mitch Kelly. That's Mikey S. And uh, together... We've been awesome, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll uh, thanks for thanks for the chat, Mike, and I'll catch up with you soon, champion. Peace.